welcome to Season 3 of Shine Time Radio, an unedited monthly podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for my favourite kind of folk, those dreamers, the schemers, and the magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach, and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. Hello everyone, welcome to the final episode of season three of Shine Time Radio for this year and the final episode for 2021. Uh, we will be moving on to season four come January. Um, there'll definitely still be a Shine Time Radio podcast. Um, but some of the things will be changing over 2022, as I'm sure none of you will be surprised by, <laughs> especially those who have been here for a while. Uh, we, you know, I obviously like to change things up as I learn and as I grow and as I develop, you know, things change. And that's all good. That's all part of life, um, as we all very well know. <laughs> so I hope your December so far is finding you well. I hope that you are able to find some moments of peace and rest in a very, what can be a very chaotic and busy time. Um, this month's episode is going to focus on our upcoming 2022 lovers year with a little re tiny reflection about the past Hierophant year that we've just come through. This is definitely an episode. I would say that those of you who are tarot minded or who use tarot, um, or those who don't use tarot. I've got quite a few people who are on this journey with me who don't use tarot, but appreciate the insights <laughs> that come from uh, the energies that are, you know, sort of available and the invitations that are available to us. So we've just come from a Hierophant year, which is 2021, and we use numerology to discover what our years are going to be. And Hierophant is because 2021 is 2 plus 2 plus 1, which is a 5. And moving into Lover's Year, we know is 2 and 2 and 2, which is 6. And we would know that um, moving from a Hierophant year, some of the invitations that most of us will have been feeling and pulled towards um, were around being asked to step into our own knowing for ourselves and putting ourselves sort of more as an expert, you know, positioning ourselves more as an expert for ourselves um, and, you know, giving ourselves the opportunity to learn about what, how we work best and what's best for us. And also a lot of invitations around, um, you know, working through a lot of misinformation and a lot of um, overwhelming information and things changing quick and having to have opinions on things all the time. Um, and so then we're, you know, always coming back to ourselves and saying, well, what, how does that feel for me? How does that feel right for me? And I think one of the hardest things this year is realizing that when we're connected with ourselves and we know ourselves well, um, we're better able to do that. And it's almost as well an opportunity to release or try and release. <laughs> this is really hard for me. Um, like letting other people be their own best experts as well. And it's really difficult when we're seeing things unfold, right? Obviously, with especially with the pandemic um, and about around things having to be, you know, the real strong sense of division and things being right or wrong and, and a lot of people forgetting that there's a real rich middle space of 
and or rather than or sorry and over and also over or you know and also and both rather than black and white or thinking you know one or the other um and so this year has been a real testing <laughs> of that for many of us um and it can be really frustrating and it can be really um as you know divisive and it can be really hard because what feels right for us can sometimes just feel like right what's right full stop and and i would say that there are elements of um that for sure being the case where especially if we're more community minded and wanting to do things that are not only supportive of us but things that we feel are right for the community the greater community and the greater good that can feel really tricky when other people just aren't seeing that um and hierophant being our boast you know our best personal expert doesn't mean that we don't listen to other people's knowledge around things and lived experiences around things right i think being really with our hierophant means that we are more open to that and that we are more open to truth rather than making up truths just for ourselves and then therefore and then spilling them onto other people um what it means is that we sit with ourselves and we give ourselves time and space to really consider what we're being told and shown and what we're learning and how that kind of connects for us. Um, because what we're seeing obviously is a highly charged time <laughs> of information. We're seeing a lot of misinformation that is being presented as fact and people not being given opportunities to explore um, or not giving themselves opportunities to explore what really is fact and true and what, you know, and being able to listen to people who have that expertise and experience, you know, we can do that. And of course, we always have the choice. We always have the choice to listen or not listen. Um, but yeah, you can tell, right? There's just so much information out there and so much being presented as true that maybe isn't. And that's where the Hierophant comes in really useful because when we're connected to ourselves and and we are confident in our own under in our own ability to check in with what's right for us then we can allow other people to share their knowledge and their expertise in a way that helps us too right that we can learn from we're more open to learning i suppose um you can tell we seen a lot of people who just seem really closed off to that and there seems to be a real individualistic um feel about things right now um where people it doesn't always feel or seem like people are considering others <laughs> all the time and it's hard isn't it it is hard um and any of the work we do with tarot of course is about us and our own work but there's also always um a bigger theme around community um, and our community and our personal communities and who we pull in to support us and who we allow to, to witness and support us and how, you know, who we trust to do that. And that a lot of that can't be done if we haven't done our own work and our own um, coming back to ourselves and, and that we understand our own worthiness around trusting ourselves. you know. So Hierophant was a big exploration of that. And because life is, and our growth is, and our journeys are cyclical, they never just, they never end until they end. And even then I would argue they probably don't end. Um, 
you know, we're going to come back to Hierophant and other, and other aspects of our lives and down the line. So this year would have been, if we're reflecting back on the Hierophant work and invitations that were, we're probably looking at one aspect of ourselves where we got to know ourselves a little bit better and where we were able to understand what was right for us. You know, I very much understood this year what pace I work at best right now. I very much was more able to say no to things that weren't in my highest and best or weren't in alignment with the pace and the capacity that I had this year. Um, and I was deeply asked to explore that, especially working through and coming out of a burnout. And I have very clear, a much more clear understanding of what is best for me and what works for me um, and how I don't have to be. And even though I've been told my whole life or by society or my family how I should be, I'm understanding myself so much better and how I can be. <laughs> so that's been some of my Hierophant exploration this year. And this kind of can develop more as we work into our lover's year, which the theme for 2022 is a sacred homecoming. So it's coming back to ourselves in some way. So when we understand ourselves in the Hierophant and what's best for us in the Hierophant, um, we then now want to fold it in and we want to keep that momentum going, but in a really loving, caring, compassionate way. Um, so we're moving now into 2022 being a lover's year and we're going to be working with the energy of the lovers. You know, this is obviously based on the calendar year that um, I choose to work with and that a lot of Western societies choose to work with. Um, and it'll be different for different cultures and different people who um, follow different calendars. Um, but there's power in belief and there's power in numbers and there's power in symbolism. And if you use tarot, then you automatically are very much linked to understanding and knowing that there's big power in symbols. Um, and numbers are symbols. <laughs> and so um, I do get into this in the freebie that is coming up for the newsletter crew around numerology and how you can determine your birth and your year cards. Um, and so if you believe in tarot and you believe in um, symbolism having weight and importance in our lives, um, which we do if we write <laughs> and do maths and do anything that has a symbol attached to it, then we do believe in the power of symbols. Um, and so numbers and tarot go very, very well together and uh, can be really, really empowering and really insightful for so many people. So as we move into a lover's year, for those of us who follow this calendar, um, this is going to be a year of having some more insights into ourselves and who, how we work best, but also, and more so, um, becoming our own permission and approval givers which if you're anything like me <laughs> being a recovering people pleaser this is massive um or approval seeker this is massive work so this is the work and gift that comes from pulling some bits of ourselves back in you know pulling in all the pieces of ourselves or some more of the pieces of ourselves back in um we often give away bits and pieces of ourselves you know, whether it's to be liked or accepted or loved or approved of or respected um, or seen, we give things away sometimes that don't feel in alignment to give away. Um, 
And these are pieces that we're often maybe shown or taught to give away, especially as children um, in our society. So being people pleasers or having a lack of boundaries or actually maybe being over, having overly rigorous boundaries. Um, you know, it's around things like putting everyone else first um, or the type of negative self-talk that we have. All of those things become really clearly over 2022 an inside job. Um, so our responsibility to sort of assess, uh, and make aware and pull back in. Um, and those pieces that we give away are never lost completely. Um, there's always a little sort of string attached that we can grab onto and we can pull back in, sort of pulling it in hand over hand. We reel those pieces back in now, knowing that we are worthy of them all. And that's a big piece to 2022 is worthiness. Um, we really are worthy of the wholeness of ourselves that is right here waiting for us. And we're worthy of our own care and consideration and boundaries. And we're worthy of our own time and rest and joy. Um, and the lover shares with us just how worthy we are. And, and we're going to be coming, working through some aspects of that over the next year where we're going to know um, in some way, shape or form our worthiness and it really is a massively radical act to know that because when we know ourselves, we're mess, you know, we're much less likely to be swayed away again. Right. And when we know ourselves, we can see, you know, can see the shitty systems that are in place and the relationships that sort of benefit from us not knowing ourselves and being disconnected from ourselves. Um, and when we know ourselves, we can feel when we're not living in alignment with ourselves, when we're not choosing what's highest and best for ourselves, we can see and feel and know much more what our core values are we can see and feel and know how unique we are and what we bring to the table in our own unique way and we can see and feel and know and value what makes us tick how we work best and how we love best and how we deserve to be treated um these are just all ways of loving ourselves aren't they they're like a real love language and the lovers is a chance to look into the mirror and see deep within ourselves because the lover's card isn't about another person. It's about ourselves and the reflection we see back and how we, how we view ourselves and how we see ourselves and how we see all the parts of ourselves. So when we look in that reflection, what are we seeing and how do we speak to ourselves about it? So it's a chance to be the gentlest and most loving with ourselves. And we can ask ourselves, you know, in this work, when we look at that way, when we look at ourselves in a loving, caring, compassionate way, we can ask ourselves, well, what next? What's right for me? Is this right for me? Am I happy? Well, what makes me feel happy? And what makes me feel whole? And what makes me feel full? And what feeds my soul? You know, and what makes my heart sing? And how do I put myself first? And what do I need to do that? And what do I need to do to thrive? And how can I serve in my most unique and wonderful way? And what am I here to share? And what are my love languages? And what are some love, you know, love notes I can write to myself? Like, I'm going to assume that when you hear those questions, a lot of you are like, oh, <laughs> yuck. Oh. It's weird, right? It feels weird. It's going to totally kick our ass this year, but in a really caring and compassionate way. Um, it's not easy when we're asked to consider placing ourselves first or center in our own lives. You know, rather than if some people struggle to place themselves first, why, why not try placing yourself at the center? But that can feel really ick for a lot of people. It can feel selfish, right? 
It can feel silly sometimes. It can feel impossible. But what if, like, what would happen if we showed up like this more, more centered? You know, what would we say yes to and what would we say no to? And what strength and empowerment would we gain from that real center position? What lessons would we know? Would we hear? Would we feel? And what would, what would we be able to teach? You know, everyone wins. And that's what I keep coming back to. And not that it has to be about everyone else. But if we love ourselves wholeheartedly and we place ourselves center in our lives, everyone wins, but we win too. And we actually maybe win first. And that's the whole beautiful point. So that's our lover's year. And here's to a year of coming home to ourselves in some way, shape or form. We are going to be exploring that and being invited into that over and over and over again. And depending on what your birth and your cards are, for those of you that know, and those of you that don't, um, there is a freebie coming out, I think. Well, you might be a bit late after this, but um, I go into numerology in the freebie that's coming out this month's, uh, this month's newsletter, but it's also in both of my tarot courses. There's a numerology section. Um, and I'll probably share a little bit more about it in January. We'll see. But it's uh, it can be really empowering when you see how the theme of your year to come, so what your birth cards are, so what you're working through as you journey through your life and this life, and then what, what your personal year card is going to be. And you that can give you a little bit more insight and clarity into what area your life in your life, the lovers is going to show up and the work you're going to be asked to do. It's really exciting. We love it. <laughs> so that's our lover's year to come for 2022. I hope it brings um, real evolution for you in terms of compassion and self-compassion and understanding. Um, you know, I'll be here working through it as well and be sharing about it as the year goes on, especially through the blog and, and this podcast and over on Instagram. And, but we're going to take a wee break until January and we're going to down tools for a bit and um, enjoy some family time. And I also just want to take one wee moment to say thank you very much for joining me through 2021. Um, those of you who have been here for a while and those of you who are new, I really appreciate it. And, uh, always really appreciate you and you know what you bring to the space so thank you very much and we'll see you for the kickoff of the lovers year in january thank you so much for joining me here in this space you can find out more about the work we do over on the website shinetimecoaching.com and instagram at shinetime underscore coaching if you enjoyed the podcast, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a wee review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and a whole lot of what you need. Until next time, take care, lovelies.